Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Scarefield. Scarefield has released A Quiet Country. This is a kick-ass album that you'll go to again and again. Consider your fix delivered. And here is my interview with Scarefield. Hello, my friend. Hello, hello. Hello, do you hear me? I can hear you great. Yeah, yes, cool. yes. I Hi, wanted Rob. to thank you. Hello, I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah. No, well, thank you. Thank you for wanting to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask about the creative process for a quiet country. How long did mm -hmm. it take to put the material together? Well, um, I guess Simone can can probably tell you uh, a bit better because he when when I when he contacted me he had already started to to write some of the some of the music for for the album. But all in all, probably around I'd say probably two years or something from start to finish because we we made we made a bunch of changes along the way uh even after the songs were uh basically completed or recorded at the very least yeah it was yeah a couple of years um at the beginning i had just five or six songs when i when i when i met marcus um so we, we started working on the first songs and then I composed other songs and Marcus helped me um so yeah it took the the composition took approximately more than one year yeah I wanted to ask if you could speak on the song Primitive Shadows it's one of my favorite tracks on the album Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, well, the, the song is, is uh, kind of, uh, kind of um, about the fall of humanity, I guess, in a way. Uh, there are some references, for example, in the song to, uh, to the apes jumping around the, the monolith in, uh, from, from the movie 2001 uh, Space Odyssey. Yeah. Um, also, it was inspired inspired by the the end of the movie Planet of Apes, the original one. Mm -hmm. um, when they when the main character Charlton Aston uh, finds the Statue of Liberty, um, and so it, it, so you think, what the hell uh, this. We, we destroyed ourselves, we destroyed our world, and civilization is done. And, and so we thought, okay, since uh, these days are so, so, so full of problems, so full of wars, and, and we thought it, it's really easy to to find uh, to to reach the end of everything and and we wanted to to make a song about it 
and and we we talk about the topic yeah, a little bit of anger mm. um, also in the chorus when we say welcome back sweet old sweet old cave um, we also think about we also thought about um, the myth uh, by platoon the myth of the cave when um, when people are inside a cave and they uh, they don't have the courage to go out because they feel comfortable in the cave but if if they try to escape the cave they find uh, the light and it, it looks like in this place we are in a cave and we don't uh, we don't we don't want to to go out and see the light of the sun And another one of my favorite tracks on the album is Always. I wanted to ask if you could speak on that one as well. Oh, yeah. So so basically, uh, Always is about... Uh, it's a bit more personal than the other songs, for sure. Uh, it's more um, about how you make mistakes along the way. Um, you're looking back upon... Uh, may, well, in this case, a relationship, but it could be something else even, and just seeing um, that it's it's it might not even be just your own fault, but it might be just like the, all of the things that happen in cul culminating in uh, in just uh, a bad outcome, <laughs> and you feel the you feel the regret afterwards, and you feel like oh, what if things were different? Uh, is there anything? That any of us could have done to change the way it, it ended up. And also, I wanted to ask you: in working together, what was the um, track that took the longest to put together and to reach its final form? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm. To be honest, I think pretty much all of the songs came very easy to both yeah. of us uh, there were there were very few times when we disagreed and even if we did very minor disagreements and we we i think we ended up always finding the best way to reconcile any minor differences uh in a, cre a creative process for the songs and i also wanted to ask you if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was a <laughs> Simon, you want to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do, do it. Go on. <laughs> okay, okay. So, 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 um, we we don't have that much to say about the artist who who made the the artwork. He's kind of an exclusive guy. Uh, we call him Nick the Scarecrow. <laughs> and uh, well, he's done all all of our artwork except for the first one that we used for a few singles that was made by. Andreas Marshall. Um, we, we like his style because his style because um, it's so. We think it's uh, really eighties style, and mm -hmm. uh, we wanted. We 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 love our books and we love 
the covers of the horror books from the 80s and we wanted something similar for our album and and he made a i think a, a good work yeah and also i wanted to ask you how did your partnership begin how did it become a reality well um i was sitting up in the north cold winter and suddenly i got an email from this guy called uh, simon manuli uh, <laughs> about about uh, singing on on some songs basically that that that's how it started for me anyway um I guess you were you were looking for a vocalist and found me on YouTube <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, I was looking for a vocalist, and, uh, and it's very difficult to find a, a good vocalist. Um, I'm in Italy. Marcus is in Sweden, and I didn't care about uh, uh, the, the country, so I started to check um, online mainly on YouTube um, and I and I start looking for uh, a vocalist who sang um, cover songs, metal cover songs and after a long research because it took me a couple of months uh, it's very difficult you find a lot of garbage <laughs> uh, uh, at the end, I was very lucky. I found uh, uh, some cover songs made by Marcus, and um, I really liked them. So I sent him an email, and luckily he answered. And we and we started with one song to see if it was easy to work together, and, and even if we are in two different countries, uh, it worked very well. Yeah, and I'll, I will also add there because um, I think one of the reasons we also wanted to test if it was a good idea because I, I know, I, I knew then and I even told him that um, this particular style of metal was not something that I was uh, very used to singing. I was more doing a lot of death metal vocals, a lot of screaming and growling. Um, so, so this sort of um, thrashy speed metal, a bit more... Uh, melodical and of course the clean vocals um i uh, i used to do a bit but not 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 quite uh, to that extent so it was also kind of a test for me just to see okay is this actually a good fit for me and well i <laughs> uh, i i think so <laughs> absolutely i want to ask you each if you could speak on your musical development at what age did you each begin Uh, as for me, um, I started when I was when I was eleven. Um, I I learned flute and guitar, and my father was a guitar player, and also um, he had a two guitars, one acoustic guitar and uh, an electric guitar, but he didn't play uh, metal music. Um, when I start to, to, 
to learn guitar, I was I was already listening to Epimera, um, and it was since I I I I did not have a a teacher. Um, I learned by myself. Um, when you start to learn something, an instrument, by playing uh, difficult songs, and it's I think it, the first part is very hard, but in the end you can you, you can I think you can become a good music play musician. And after that, I I learned also piano and a little bit of drums. Yeah, um, I guess. Uh, well, I've, of course, uh, I've been uh, interested in music like all my life, as far as I can remember. I used to play the trumpet in when I was like seven or eight years old. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> now, everyone... anyway, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, uh, the secret's out. Um, <laughs> I probably couldn't even make a sound with the trumpet now if I tried. Um, <laughs> Well, and the, then I guess I was, well, I started listening to metal music. There, I played a lot of World of Warcraft and you watched a lot of videos and there was always like metal music in those videos back in the day before uh, uh, all the copyright stuff happened online. Um, and then uh, when, I, uh, when I was in high school during uh, the last year, uh, I thought to myself, uh, maybe I want to try singing because I, I you know, I've been sitting uh, at home like singing along to songs, and I don't know, it sounds pretty good. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sing in front of the whole school uh, at at the graduation uh, for some reason. <laughs> so I did, and um, I mean, for someone who's never sung before, I guess it went okay. I I I wouldn't even want to watch it at this point uh <laughs> my mom still likes it of course uh and then i decided okay i'm actually gonna I actually like doing this so i'm i'm gonna go to to school for singing uh so i did there there was a this uh, musical program i attended uh for singing and uh, i met some people who played metal music and then i thought okay i'm gonna try my hand at this uh, screaming thing uh and basically like the first i remember the first time we were in a rehearsal room and i tried doing it and uh, the rest of the guys were surprised at how <laughs> at how good it sounded and so was i because i i i've never looked up any like how to how to scream videos or anything like that i just learned by myself and tried i basically just tried to copy the sounds that i heard other people make um, so I did that and well, like, I, I guess I've been a part of multiple bands and projects all around the world, just, uh, uh, recording and releasing, of course, making my vocal covers. That's how I find, found most of my projects. All of these projects are very, very small. Most of them is not even, um, happening at the moment. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. And when you guys aren't working on music, do you have 
any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh well i am currently um going to to college uh for a biology degree uh, i have a bunch of animals at home i have tarantulas scorpions snakes all that stuff um i also um of course i still <laughs> play world of warcraft <laughs> uh, uh, I like to work out. Um, I, I, um, well, I know I have more hobbies, but now I can't remember. There are so many. Of course, uh, now talking about Scarefield, the the horror story stuff. I listen to a lot of uh, audiobooks. Um, a lot of the classics. I love H.P. Lovecraft. He's one of my favorite authors of all time. As for me, I um, I work in a publishing company in Italy, and it's the publishing company of Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so I'm in the books world. I read a lot. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of. Stephen King, but also Ray Bradbury is one of my favorite uh, writers. Um, when I don't work, <laughs> I, I, I'm also a fan of Lego. I collect Lego. And in particular, the, the Castle series. <laughs> um, and yeah, also I have a family here in Milan. Um, we like going to museums. So we are we like going to the concerts, from classical music to metal. So yeah, that's all. And uh, what can fans look for next? Um, are there thoughts of making this a complete band to go on the road? Well, I would say yes. There are plans. Uh, we we have we talked we have talked a lot, uh, especially during the last year now leading up to to the release of the album, um, about how we would go about uh, getting together people and to do shows and all of the different. Uh, problems that could arise since we live so far from each other of course uh, getting together for rehearsals and stuff and but also um, when thinking about adding members just how much we want to impact the, the creative process since we already know that that me and Simone we work very well together when we're writing music so but but I mean I, as for me I, I haven't been on stage uh, since before covid and i really miss it <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do so uh that would be the dream and uh there we we have started talking to some people um to join uh for live shows yeah and if if there is someone there outside and is interested to to, to be a member of the band. If he's a guitar player, he can send us an email to our contact. <laughs> because um, 
if we play live, I want to play bass because it's really funny. It's, uh, I really like that instrument. Um, and so, so we need a, a drummer and a couple of guitar players. <laughs> and uh, I also wanted to ask you, what is the best way to get a physical copy of the album and any merchandise that you have? The best way as of as of today, well, uh, today, recording day, not uh, I guess, is uh, go to our website, scarefield.com. You will find uh, the album in CD and vinyl format, and also our merchandise. We have t-shirts, we have mugs, and many other stuff. We have a very, very nice full art print hoodie that I... <laughs> that I really like, that I designed myself. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Hmm. I, I would want to say <laughs> to our fans, yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Nice, ni nice to know you exist. Uh, <laughs> no, th uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, we've had some very good response. Um, we have had a lot of people share um, our posts on social media um, and share our music, and that stuff really helps. So, if if you if you know that if you're listening and you know that you've done that, thank you so much. You make a great difference to us. Um, and we couldn't ask for more. Uh, I mean, really, uh, of course, we would love it if you would buy our physical copies, buy our merchandise, but uh, anything the, the small things that everybody does, it really helps. So, yeah. thank you. Also, streaming is really helpful. And when, and when you comment our songs, you, you can't imagine the, the strength you give us because it's the strength we need to, to record other songs, to compose our songs. And I remember the, the, the verse from a song by Summer and Garfunk, A Sound of Silence. And the verse says, um, people writing songs that voices never share. That's, that's my great fear. I think it's the, the, the first nightmare of a, an artist. And so until you are out there and, and you give us comments and, and you give us the, um, the strength to go on, we can go on. And that's for you. Well, I wanted to take a moment to thank you guys for creating an amazing album that I loved from top to bottom. I look forward to what lies ahead for the band. So do we. So do we. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, my friends. And you have a great rest of your day. Sure will. And you too. You too, Robert. Um, let, let us know if you want to have us on again. We'll be glad to join you. Absolutely, yeah. my friends. Cheers. Cheers. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.